Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you doing this week? I am doing great and I am so excited for tonight's show. We're talking about some of my favorite things at the park. Well, mine too, but it's to be fair, let's let's lead off with a disclaimer, which we, which we don't always do. There's so much content for this particular episode that we're going to break it into two parts. We're going to talk about the live entertainment in Walt Disney World. And so we're going to do a two-part show. Tonight, we're going to tackle three of the theme parks. And then we're going to take a break for two weeks while we cover Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival and then the opening of Tron. So if you're listening to this show and you're waiting for the next episode, you're going to have to wait a couple of weeks. But we are going to break down the beginning of the live entertainment offerings in Walt Disney World tonight. I have been a huge supporter of the arts pretty much all my life. I am a much better supporter of the arts than a performer of the arts, for which you're all grateful. Um, A patron, not a performer, apparently. There you go. Disney has so much entertainment. And honestly, I mean, I've always thought about it. You've heard when we did our stroll through series, I talked about how my family could go to Animal Kingdom and never get on a ride. We could bounce back and forth between their two live shows all day long. But I really started to say, you know, let's cover the live shows. And as I made my list, some of them are character items, not just incredible talent, but fur talent. The list is monstrous. So if you love the arts, but think Disney isn't for you, or you know that friend who loves the arts and thinks Disney isn't for them, this is the show you need to send them because we're going to talk about the incredible talent on property at Disney, many of which, for those of you that are art supporters, are equity talent. And so that speaks to the caliber of this entertainment. We're going to break it down by theme park. So the first theme park we're going to get to, obviously we have to start where it all began. We have to start with the Magic Kingdom. So where would you like to begin? Let's just kind of go down the list. Starting in the Magic Kingdom, there is nowhere else to begin but the Dapper Dance. That's fair. And if you if you have not experienced the Dapper Dance, you're missing out. One of the things I will say about all of this entertainment we are talking about is it can be found in your My Disney Experience account. It will show all of the performance times. Somebody like the Dapper Dans, they move around, but they're always somewhere on Main Street. It's that old barbershop quartet style that acapella singing. They're phenomenal. You've also heard me talk about them. I'll give them an extra shout out because I think they're so phenomenal. They do change for the holidays when you go to the Halloween party and the Christmas party. They will get a new name like the Cadaver Dance for Halloween, <laughs> and they get rid of their snappy pinstripe outfits and dress the part of the... The zombies, essentially. Let's, let's, call, zombies, let's call it what they yes. are, yeah. <laughs> but I, you know what I love about the Dapper Dance, and, and it's, it's one of those things that truly makes my Disney nerddom shine, is that when you walk down Main Street USA and they're there, there are times where you can sit there and you can be an active viewer of what they're doing. And then there are other times where you can just kind of take it in and absorb it as just the soundtrack to this experience that, that you're walking you and your family through. And so to me, like that's, that's how I like to take it in. I like to just kind of just absorb it. It becomes a part of the soundtrack of what's going on. And and it's a, it's a big part of it. 
It is, and it starts right as you're getting into the park, which is wonderful. And as you get to the end of Main Street, we come across our next performer sitting outside of Casey's is the Casey's Corner Piano Player. And they do sing-alongs and fun things. And you're thinking, really? I went to a theme park and I'm going to sit and listen to this piano player. You are. They're phenomenal. And they really, if you're grabbing your hot dog at Casey's Corner, it's great just to sit at an outdoor table and take it in. Even if it's three minutes or five minutes and not 30 minutes, you're going to love the entertainment. Totally agree. Okay, what's next? Cavalcades and parades. And I know you're probably thinking, wow, really, that's the entertainment. But it is because... One of the things, if you don't know this, is every cavalcade or parade has a theme song to it. And they work really hard and definitely succeed at making them earworm. <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't know, you haven't heard one because it will stick with you for 25 years. And you forever. will never forget it. Forever yeah. and ever. Yeah. So it is entertaining because you find yourself singing along. They're super short. They repeat frequently. And you're singing the chorus by the second time they're getting to it. Not a lot of words to them usually. Um, but you're bopping along and you're having fun. And again, it's something like that. That's the memory you're going to have. It's going to come to you when you're singing in the shower one day at home or sitting in the car waiting to pick the kids up from the bus stop and kind of bring you back to that magical time. So I love that one. Magical time or, you know, a good, good, good time. Whatever works for you really is how it works. <laughs> What's next? Right in front of the castle, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. Say that one five times fast because it occurs five times daily. No, I will not, and but I'll let you try. <laughs> again, a short dance and singing routine with many, many character costumes and songs that you will definitely know. It does usually end with a tiny bit of pyrotechnics that if I am elsewhere in the park, it always startles me for a minute when they go off as you can hear them in many places. Sure. All right, we got a couple more. And now back, I am excited about this one because I love it. Enchanted Tales with Belle. This was really a new take on an attraction. It brings you as the guest into the story, into the performance, small group performances. Kids are part of it. Moms, dads, grandparents. Um, you start in Maurice's workshop. You magically enter a lobby area where they will ask for volunteers to be parts in the show. Then you head into Belle's library, have a seat, get ready for the show to begin. And in comes Belle and you're all getting your opportunity to act with Belle. So great chance. And one of the things I love in there is there is a photo pass photographer. So even if everybody in the family is participating, you will be handed a card with a link for that show's photos only. What else we got? One of the things that I love, again, an opportunity to be part of the show. You may notice in front of the parade, you will find one, two, sometimes three marching bands. Students from all over the country have the opportunity to perform with their school walking right down Main Street and being in a Disney parade. So they do send those parades off. 15 to 30 minutes before the main parade. So if you've staked out your parade spot early, I can't encourage you enough to clap and cheer for these bands more than your favorite Disney character. These kids have worked hard to raise money to be there. And if they're from the area of the country, Jeff and I are, and you're seeing them on spring break, 
These kids are in uniforms that are made to sit outside and watch football games in the New Jersey winter. And they are performing in the Florida 80 degree sun. So it is a long parade route when you are that warm, but cheer them on. They are awesome. You know, I've been fortunate enough as an educator in my other part of my life to see students do this. I've seen students perform in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. What you're cheering for, for somebody that's walking in the drum line at a parade in Magic Kingdom as a high school student, they may become next generation's performers for your kids or your grandkids to see on Main Street. So give them the love. I agree. And again, I am not that performer today, but if you haven't listened to one of our original shows about what is a Disney master, what do I do? I grew up loving Disney, but I was the student who drove my band director crazy saying, how do we get to do that? Right. And I am very proud to say a number of years ago, I won't go for the real number because it's a little high, (laughs) was my high school's first time performing in the Magic Kingdom was my senior year in high school. And they have kept up the tradition. They go every two years and perform. Kids have two opportunities before they graduate. And it's one of the highlights that I hear from a lot of the students. And one of the things that keeps them engaged in the arts is the opportunity to be backstage and march down Main Street. So there you have it. Now, you got one honorable mention here that I adore. So I'm going to let you introduce it. If you've never seen the Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, where have you been? (laughs) Right. Inside the Magic Kingdom, turn to the right. Don't go all the way to Space Mountain. Don't even make it all the way to Buzz Lightyear. Stop at Monsters, Inc. Yeah. And... You are sitting in a theater. You're watching a TV screen, obviously, with the characters of Monsters, Inc. But behind that screen is an incredibly witty Imagineer. Because they have some scripted lines, but then they're interacting with what the audience is asking them. And they're having a whole dialogue, and they're coming up with these incredibly funny retorts right on the spot. Every show you see will start the same, but definitely not be the same by midway through. So huge shout out to that cast member who works hard there. All right. So we're going to leave the Magic Kingdom. We're going to get all all the way over to Disney's Hollywood Studios, where we hit our second park for this evening's program where we talk about some of their live entertainment there it kind of in my opinion it's a it's a different feel over at disney's hollywood studios we go from really kind of some atmosphere things that we have at the magic kingdom to there's more sit down and enjoy performances at hollywood studios and i was just gonna say it is that true hollywood studios feel correct yeah you are at a broadway style show a you know, L.A. show, it's all about that full-length show in a theater. Um, Beauty and the Beast, awesome, awesome show. The Frozen sing-along, I know you're all dying to sing us some Frozen songs. <laughs> yes, you and everyone else that's ever seen anything Frozen is it can't get enough. Are there people out there who haven't seen anything <laughs> Well, you Frozen? never know. You never know. You never know. Disney Junior Dance Party. The one warning that I do give on this one, it is our Disney Junior friends. You can sing and dance along with them. It is the only theater where the seating is on the floor. So if you've got hip issues, knee issues, know that you're not sitting in a regular theater like the others. But 
it is a great spot to go midday. Those of you with younger kids, they literally will stand, jump around, get their wiggles out. And great way to kind of get some energy burned and then move on with your day. It's also too, just as a quick little side note for that particular experience, for folks that are curious as to where it would be, it's, it's you know, as you're walking towards Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, you, you make that hard right and go straight down. And, and essentially there's, there's character meet and greets there too. So while you're not in the show, after you've done the show or before you go into the show, you know, you or your traveling party can get an opportunity to meet some of the characters that you're going to see in the performance too. And again, those are going to be our Disney junior characters, which do change from time to time. So sadly, you know, when I started going there with my daughter, it was little Einstein's bear in the big blue house. That's not who we're seeing anymore. No, you're getting, um, you're getting some Vampirina right now. Vampirina, Vampirina <laughs> Doc McStuffins, Sophia the first, but that's who they love on Disney Junior. Again, you're going to see them in the show. They also, if you don't get to the show, they do the breakfast. Um, so they're the only one that isn't as true stage show. Right. Another awesome live stage show, Indiana Jones. Huge theater, so no worries about seating. There's plenty of space for everybody. And also a very, you, a very different show from, from the ones that we've already explained. Most definitely. But another opportunity if you're early for audience involvement. Definitely, yeah. Also, their evening fireworks show, Fantasmic. While it does have fireworks, pyrotechnics, and all kinds of special effects, it is the only evening show with lots of live performers. Yeah. Princes, princesses, Mickey. Um, there's got to be 30 to 40 live performers as part of that. So I don't want to discount it, even though it has fireworks. And we are waiting. Hopefully we will see it return soon. Voyage of the Little Mermaid, another great stage show. Again, it's interesting when you kind of look at all of these together. The Voyage of the Little Mermaid Theater is an indoor, fully air-conditioned theater. So it's a great escape spot in the summer. But it's probably about a quarter of the size of the Beauty and the Beast Theater. Larger stage, larger seating outdoors with fans. But all phenomenal equity actors performing and really bringing those shows to life for you. Okay, so we're going to head out of Disney's Hollywood Studios and make our way as far as we possibly could. Just it feels so far on the other side of property. But we're going to go to Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park where... I'm going to be honest. I'm not even going to pull my punches. Some of these shows, especially one of them, I, I can't get enough of. It's it's some of the most fun shows. Some of the most fun shows that you, you could possibly attend in any theme park or at Animal Kingdom. As I said, we love it. Um, I've talked in previous shows. My family is huge Festival of the Lion King fans. Yep, there it is. Um <laughs> We are those people. If you've been going to Disney for many, many years, you will remember that Festival of the Lion King had a different home many years ago. And they closed the show. And again, somehow those people at Disney forgot to contact me. Yeah, I, I think they should have built them their new home before they closed their old home, but they did not. And it's one of the times that being my child has its advantage. We were, we decided to head down for the weekend. We watched shows all day long on the closing day. My daughter made great friends with the tumble monkeys. <laughs> we actually brought 
little bags of Hershey's hugs and Hershey's kisses with notes in it that said hugs and kisses till we see you again. They were kind enough to take them backstage and pass them out to all of the performers for us. Um, that show is our favorite. We flew down for the opening in the new show um, in their new home. And you may remember I did a very last minute trip shortly after COVID when they announced on about three days notice that Mother's Day weekend was going to be the reopening of the show. Yeah, I remember. I couldn't let that one go without being there. So, <laughs> Listen, th there are a few things that you are going to get just an absolute stamp of approval. No question to ask if you have not done this experience. Everybody should do this experience coming from both you and I. The Festival of the Lion King show at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park it just checks every box. You have to do your, it. Your cost of admission is way less than the cost of a Broadway show, and you will be enamored. And when you're done there, head across the park, Nemo the Musical. It's had a couple of variations. They redid it slightly after COVID, but also still a great show. Both of them now are inside in fully air-conditioned theater so depending on the time of year it's also a great spot to escape things definitely definitely the, the next or the rain if it's not even hot but you're getting rained on nice big theater head on in yeah they're 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 definitely good theaters i i, I think but they're they're nowhere near the same for each other as well so just just be aware of that um the next one is is not indoors it is not indoors. It has changed names and theming several times. Um, it is Friends in Flight. It is a bird show. You really see the birds literally in flight. Um, they will swoop in, swoop up the aisles. They really stress the importance of staying seated during the show because they are live wild animals and they are flying around, but super cute to see. And again, Another really good educational opportunity yeah, in Animal definitely. Kingdom as well. Definitely. I was going to say the same thing. Okay. Where do we go next? The next one is one of my favorites. And the only reason that I sometimes hesitate to send people there is it is pretty much the only show that doesn't happen on a time schedule, which drives me crazy. <laughs> you? No, come on. That doesn't, that, that can't imagine that would drive you crazy. Winged Encounters, if you are lucky enough to catch it, once you enter Animal Kingdom, you kind of go straight. You're going through some foliage. Then you go over a little bridge, and in front of you, you now see the Tree of Life. Right in front of there is an incredible show with macaws and other exotic birds. And if you see some rangers kind of hanging out, I would stop and hang out there too. Because all of a sudden, they're going to play a tone and the birds soar in. It's phenomenal. Again, like we've talked about at Animal Kingdom, they are trained birds, but it is always their option whether to come out on stage or not. No bird is ever forced out. So you could see the show three times in one day and not see exactly the same birds each time. But watching them fly in and the beautiful the bright reds and the vibrant blues and yellows they are just absolutely gorgeous birds that you want to take a peek at it is obviously standing room only outdoors it is less than five minutes but among the best five minutes of your day we've got just a couple more that we're going to get through this evening what do you got 
So now we switch to some different kind of entertainment. And we see it change from time to time at Animal Kingdom. Right now, Shakarandi, an Indian string instrument that's played, again, they really keep with the theming of the of the lands, keeping to that Africa and Asia and the music you would hear. The Tam Tam drummers of Harambe are so much more than drummers. They really need yes. a so much more name. I agree. Um, they are acrobatics. They are engaging. They are phenomenal. And you're going to want to stop and watch. They are, as you're headed to the safari, kind of just outside the side entrance to Tusker House, definitely worth 10, 15 minutes to stop and see them. And then our last performers are currently actually performing on Flotilla. The Viva Gaia Street Band is on a pontoon boat heading down the river. So again, I was just talking about going over that bridge. There's multiple spots in Animal Kingdom where you can cross the water. There's three different spots and they will float from one end to the other playing their music. You can definitely hear them and run to a bridge to take a peek. So again, a great way to be immersed in the culture that is Animal Kingdom outside of the animal kind of culture. So one of the things that I love the most about what we talked about tonight was, and we mentioned it briefly when we went to Disney's Hollywood Studios from the Magic Kingdom, every single performance that we have listed here tonight is so unique to the theming of the theme park in which they occur. And there's nothing about any of them that feels like it's out of place or that it's forced or that it's just trying to be something that it's not. Everything makes total sense. And every single one of these experiences, whether it's a full-fledged stage show, whether it's somebody just performing their talent, you know, on the side of Main Street USA, it just adds to the experience of, of the guests in the park. And so if you haven't taken the opportunity to enjoy any of these particular experiences and you've maybe just taken for granted that they're there, the next time you're at any, any of these places, soak it in in a different way because I promise you that you're going to have a different appreciation for what we have here. Sandy, I know that you do each and every time that you go. One of the things about it, not only do I appreciate them and love the arts, but many of these, you just walk up and watch. Right. You're not standing in line. You're not queuing. You're not waiting 30 minutes to get through the line. Some of them you literally can walk up and see. And when you're done, whether they're done or not, you can walk away. Right. It's just, it's phenomenal. And so, like we said, when we started this show tonight, it's impossible to do all of it in one show. So we are going to break here tonight. And our second part will be in a couple of weeks after we cover, as I said, Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival, and then the opening of Tron. Uh, and we're going to come back and we're going to do Epcot and we're going to do anything that's outside of the park. So I hope you're ready for that, Sandy. I think it's going to be great. And just a little clarifier, we are actually going to cover Tron in a preview. So we'll be bringing you Tron information before it's open to the public to ride. So you're not going to have to wait all the way into April to hear back from us. Well, Sandy, I enjoyed this. The The sights and, the, and more importantly, the sounds of Walt Disney World are part of what brings me back there each time I go to visit. So thanks for sharing your opinion on it. And I hope you have a great week. You too, thanks. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories. <laughs>